This is CliffCentral.com. I'm not sure if we're going to have a wonderful Christmas this year because I'm not sure if even the president, when he said we're going to have free education, if his words are going to come true. But so far, I am happy with that speech. And there's so many things I look forward to before the end of the year. And... Also, I look forward to speaking to Gogunjas, who's with us in the studio, going to give us her highlights of the year. And also, one of the topical things we're going to concentrate on today is spirituality and sex. Yes, spirituality and sex. And please, for those of you who know Gogunjasi, do not send requests for predictions. As some believe, please do not. Just, just stay away. Just stay far from that. But otherwise, we're going to have a wonderful show. Go on Twitter. I just posted a string there. I also tagged cliffcentral.com. You can also go there and tweet to us if you have queries for Gogunjasi. And also, if you have any comments about how the show is going so far, what you like, and what's also been your most memorable highlight for this year, as we are about to end it with style. This is cliffcentral.com, and speaking, it's Godfrey Madibane. That was Busi Swa with a song called Ingondo right here on cliffcentral.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I take the pleasure in welcoming uh, Gogo Dineon Ndlanzi with us here in the studio. Gogo, thank you so much for taking your time to come join us here at cliffcentral.com. Thank you, Godfrey. Thank you for having me. I'm still getting used to your accent. Okay. Yeah, I'm still breathing through it. Must must I switch? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's beautiful, but I'm still like getting because you, you sound so British. Thank you. Know? you. And and well, I'm, I'm here with you, so I know. Ah, I know, I know. Okay, so yeah. as much as we wouldn't take questions from people asking you about your predictions, I think it's also fair if people do not ask me how do or why do I speak this way. Well, I used to have a very deep American accent and people used to ask me why and it's because I went, I spent some time in an American school so oh. there's times where you just kind of adapt, you know, okay. in order for you to to survive in the place that you're in. Yeah, and it got me to a lot of places, by the way, so nice. I, I don't regret ever having it in, well, in my other life. Well, for me, um, it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it got me somewhere. <laughs> But I'm not going to go into too much details in it. I, I, I just have it. That, that, yeah. That's all I know. Now, um, before we start off with our conversation on our subject today, I just want to take you through um, maybe just a little bit of a game show for now. Well, I just call it a game show, but it's just, just some quick questions to find out if you've been awake yeah. and being observant mm. for this year. Mm. Now, here's my question, my first question for you. The funniest phrases that you've heard this year. Is it Ubabaga Tutuzani? Or is it Yena Ayakwini? Yena Ayakwini? Yes. Um, Ubabaga Tutuzani? Yes. Interesting, none of them were funny to me. Ah. Mm, Excuse. Ah. Who do you mm. think has the most sense of humor? Is it 
President Jacob Zuma? Is it Trevor Noah or is it Stephen Compella? I think Trevor Noah. I love ah. him. I love him. He's got the greatest sense of humor. And now, how many Guptas did or do we have in SA? Is it nine? Is it three? Or is it hypothetically the size of the ruling party? Isn't it infinite? <laughs> good answer. That's a good answer. Now, people with the potential to break Twitter or who had the potential to break Twitter, I had two. Is it Demily or is it uh, Figilene Balula? Yo, Figilene. For me, mm-hmm. um, he does it. Uh, yeah, he does it. He wow. does it. Like, okay. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I didn't actually formulate a way for you to win or to lose because yeah. these were some of them were straightforward questions. But if 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 this was an original game show, you would have won yourself five hundred likes on Facebook for anything you're going to post after this. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. And also five thousand Twitch followers. Oh, and also a hug from uh, uh, Gareth Cliff himself. Oh really? Yeah. But for real, for real, because I think I saw him. A hundred, yeah. So I need I my hug. You. That's on me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> I I need my hug after this. Yeah, you will get it. I promise you. Now, um, Ugogonjansi. Who is Ugogonjansi? Ugogonjansi. Nzansi. You know, Excuse and me. Mr. Nzansi is just right here, ah, and we are butchering and his he's name. Me. <laughs> you know, butching so is, sorry. you're not the only one. People struggle, you yeah. know, because the word Njanzi come from Lazi, which is a fish, but Njanzi is a type of a bird, mm. you know. So as you know, um, how actually say our surnames came to be historically yeah. also had to do with what was happening in that present moment or in that time that formulated a surname. Um, if you were, you know, a son was born into the family yeah. and whatever that was Going around, then a surname gets born, you know, around that son. Because when you look at at, at praise names, at yes. praise names, the praise names then follow, you know, your own your own lineage. But yeah. I always struggle to, you know, to answer that question straightforward because I just really I always feel like I'm an, a forever evolving being. Mm-hmm. So to say this is who I am is like I'm already setting myself out and casting myself out in stone. Mm-hmm. What I know for sure is that I'm an African spiritualist. You know, I'm a Sangoma. And, you know, I'm, I'm very rooted in, in, in both African and Eastern philosophies because I feel like those really, um, do, you know, um, facilitate who I am. And I feel like they also facilitate the type of work that I do, you know, both African and Eastern philosophies. So those that, you know, in, in, in a nutshell, I'm just an African spiritualist, yes. you know, um, spiritualist means that I'm not cast in stone. Tomorrow I can be something else, you mm-hmm. know, because we are always changing and forever evolving. Now, maybe you can tell me the difference between a Sangoma and a witch doctor, because yeah. growing up for me, it almost sounded the same. Uh, but it, that person, Kinyaka Ora, is a, is a, well, Naga would translate into a witch doctor, but mm. what's the difference there? So, I mean, when we look um, <clears throat> historically as well, is witches were magic performers, the yes. people who did things out of the ordinary. But then when um, religion um, started to take shape, uh, things that did that 
didn't conform to religion mm. got demonized and the word witch then became a, quite a, a demonic word to use. So when we were called witch doctors, we didn't want to be called witch doctors because it kind of sounded like buloi, mm. you know, like witchcraft and like we were casting spells and doing things against people's wills. So, and um, we went back to the word traditional healer. Yes. And there are many types of traditional healers, one being a sangoma um, and, and, and different other types as well. But being a sangoma means umgoma, the one who is called and you are birthed through this calling in yes. music and dance as well. Because the sangoma word comes from ngoma, which is music mm. and dance, you know, drumming and, and those things. But to become being a sangoma, it's a calling. You don't yeah. just wake up and like, I feel like I want to be one. There are other traditional healing practices where you can have interest and want to study. But this one that is, you know, I'm just explaining right now, you just, it's... You have to be called. You have to be chosen to do it. Well, thank you for that explanation because a lot of people growing up, they they used to say that normally people do not get a calling. Yeah. In in most cases, when a person is sick and mm. is taken to a traditional healer yeah. like you, in most times their calling is associated with them consulting you. Like, for example, you find a child at home yeah. who... The parents have tried everything. Yeah. They've tried mm. the doctors, the, the English doctors, the medicines, the Western yeah. medicines. Yeah. And now they're saying they will take the child to Ugogundland. Yeah. Now, when the child comes back, yeah. that child has a calling as well. Yeah. So is that how it happens that you get it, you you become in contact with another traditional healer to, um, to realize that you realize your call or is it? Something that must happen as, uh, so I think Godfrey, all of us are called. That's yes. why we're humans and we're going to get into the depth of spirituality when we speak about sex and spirituality. All of us are here because we're meant to serve some sort of purpose. Mm. Otherwise, you know, it's because we are spirit beings having a human experience. We would have not manifested because we are here to do something to make the world better. Yeah. You know, and being called to become a Sangoma is because you need to make well what has not been made well. So people who come to us do not realize that they've got a calling. They come to validate that they've got a calling because you know already that something is, you know, there's something that's unique with you with mm. when you start to dream and see things and, and hear things and see things before they happen. Yeah. And, you know, starting to have those 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 puzzles around you and when you come to me what i'm doing is just you know pulling the pieces of the puzzles together and creating a clear picture of what the call is about i always say when people come they already know there's an inner knowing because spirit always knows there's yeah. a deeper inner knowing but because when we become human then we are taught to think logically and in a linear way not in the way that spirit speaks then we come to people like us to confirm and affirm yeah. that we are indeed called if someone owes you money do you also send a lightning uh, to attack oh, them i wish <laughs> i wish i could just have things go I want to go to yeah. Mauritius and fly. Mm. But I think for me, like I said earlier on, once we start to do things that are manipulative and any one of us can be a witch, you mm. know, it doesn't take us one, two, and because witchcraft, I grew up knowing Barry, Belukestar, meaning that, you know, an, a, 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 an evil, 
Evil begins in the heart So it begins with intentions yes. So whether it's you're going to use muti Or whatever it is that you're going to use The minute you hold something against somebody else Then it's for me that's 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 really evil And I don't have those kind of medicines So don't also ask me for that People ask me for the strangest <laughs> things online You know mm. Because my, my calling is to make well Is to heal yeah. And when I make well I need permission from those I'm healing yes. So if you've, you've broken with your ex I can't bring them back mm. Because if they want to be back Then it, the Two of you have to say, how do we become a, in, in, in a healthy relationship together? How do we create harmony? Mm. And that, you know, in our differences, we can still dance in this relationship because I'm also a relationship coach. Yes. So those are the things that I do because sometimes people, because of desperation, they seek you know, such services. They yeah. seek your, 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 your instant magic, your, your, what I call God things. Like, you know, create a lightning and I'll make it do this and I'll do it. I'm not, I'm not that. Yes, I'm created by divinity. Yeah. You know, but I don't have the power to, to manipulate divinity. Yeah. So that's, that's my take on it. And I don't even want it. I don't mm. want to be manipulative. I want to work with people who've got energy to work with me. I want to co-create. That's, yes. you know, I want to connect. That's, that's the energy that I have. 100%. You know, if we had, um, a white person who can fly. Yeah. He would not be called a sangoma or be suspected of, uh, tampering with black magic. Yes. But imagine if we had a black guy doing that. Yeah. That would be trouble. Yeah? It's, and you know, it's interesting. <laughs> it's, we, for me, you said some of the highlights. I began my year yes. this year mm. on Cliff because I had an interview with one of the hosts mm. and we're speaking about what is this year about because it's the year of the one, which is about new beginnings. Mm. And, you know, it's about evoking of ancient knowledge. And, you know, those conversations have been a threat in my life for the past year mm. about evoking ancient knowledge yes. and really starting to, you know, do away with some uh, perspectives that have demonized Africanness, you know, mm. that have demonized um, African ways of doing things. So, you know, to be here on Cliff Central and speaking about, yes, if it is a black person flying, then it's called, you know, black magic or mm. it's called voodoo or it's called anything that, you know, we don't feel we want to associate with. And then if it's, you know, if it was a, a, a white guy, it would have been like, oh, wow, what an innovation. This mm. is very innovative. So we need to start, you know, doing away with some of those stereotypes and and really looking at you know what what is the essence of african healing yes. not what we think and what we have been taught because we've been taught very funny things about what it entails mm. and shows like this are here to dispel those myths absolutely can you be gay or can you belong to the lgbtiq and still be a sangoma definitely you mm. know because i mean the interesting thing is that when you are being called into umgoma sometimes the the ancestor that calls you is, it's 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 male yeah. you know i work with male ancestors i love the word kokodino ndlanzi because there's something magical about kokodino ndlanzi versus mkulu dino ndlanzi and mm. i don't have to answer to people why i'm kulu and not a gogo but you know in the spirit world gender race all of those human boxes you know don't really exist as we think they do mm. it's about energy because I always say to to people I have to navigate my strong male energy in a female body and in my heterosexualness because yes. I'm heterosexual. Mm. So that's really quite complex because we live in a world that wants to put everything in a box and wants to operate from linear perspectives. Yeah. So you could be anything. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be, you know, of a different race. You could be anything. You could be gay. You could be LGBTI. And I always say in, in African 
culture before what we know as its history or its story is everything that seemed out of the norm was a gift. Similarly with people who were called Sangomas, they were called the crazy ones, mm. not crazy as in the negative sense, but the ones who have the ability to see things before they happen and connect in a level that an ordinary person was not able to connect. So that was a gift. So yes. there's many things we have seen as gifts. So it's, I think it's, it's another stereotype that people always believe like, yeah, no, African culture is homophobic. I think we, that those are influences of religion because mm. most of our culture now has become also religious and we call it African culture. Mm. But have we really inquired to say, is this really who we are? Yeah. No, that's true. And, you know, my biggest disappointment for this year yeah. has been Mafana Fana losing the qualifier for World Cup for next year. Yeah. That's been my biggest disappointment, other than fees must fall. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what has been yours so far? So, I mean, <clears throat> um, I haven't really reflected to, the, you know, to that far about my biggest disappointment. But, I mean, I think honestly for me, yes. when I look at... What saddens me versus a disappointment, but what saddens me is um, just African leadership mm. in general yes. about our inability to let go of power, mm. you know, about our inability to co-create, uh, our our forgetfulness about how we actually were community-led and led from the bottom up yeah. and that we we do this in the name of we we become uh, hypocrites in the name of african we become you know violent aggressive and abusive towards our women in the name of african culture mm. so how we've really forgotten you know who the essences of who we are but mostly as i said african leadership and i've been looking at the pattern of after we get liberated, the inability to let go of mm, power. Yes. And we used to have our gatherings, our meetings, our prayers. Everything was done in a circle because power used to rotate and power did not belong to one person. Mm. And we've forgotten that. And that's my biggest sadness. You know, I almost forgot. I had this grandma from my paternal, uh, my paternal family. Yeah. She also used to be uh, uh, a sangum. Yeah. Now, but sometimes when I'm with her, she would get these fits. And it mm. used to petrify me a lot. I, yeah. I, I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't stand. You see, I, thought, I get peps. Perhaps she, yeah. I thought she needs help. Yeah. Or maybe she's about to collapse or something. Yeah. But for people who do not understand, please. It's, it's getting into a trance. Mm. I had a situation with a mother who sent a young girl to me because she tried Western medicine and tried your mainstream um, health system to try cure her child of what she assumed as epilepsy. Mm. And the girl came into the space and immediately when we start calling upon the ancestors, she went into a trance. So for us, it's normal. We knew because the whole thing of shaking is to let ego out because ego edges got out. Mm. So to detach yourself in order for the spirit to come alive and then for you to be a vessel of that message. Yes. So that's called trancing because when you're in a trance, you're a vessel of spirit and then you you are transcending messages. You are transferring messages. You know, you are gifting people of what is on the other side. And what's on the other side is, it, you know, people always feel, oh, my God, it's terrifying. It's just what we have known, what is, you know, good, what is bad, what is evil. Yes. All of those categories categories have also led us to believe that some things, when they happen, they're not natural. Like I said, you know, with religious influences, anything out of the ordinary was, you know, sort of demonized because it threatened the stability of religion. All right. So we're going to continue with our conversation just after we go for a short break. And when we come back, uh, uh, we're going to go 
also look at the sexual part of it. Yeah. I believe there's so many people who would like to consult you or who do consult you on sexual matters. And mostly because um, in the past few weeks, we have seen a popular prophet called Mboro. Mm. Now, he prayed for a couple that had erectile... No, let's not say erectile dysfunction. I'm just jumping into the gun there. Yeah, but they had sexual problems. Sexual problems. So he went and prayed for them, and they got healed. And then after that, he said he had thousands of mails from people who also need help in this area. I believe at some point it became controversial when he wanted to film the whole thing for mm. people to see his testimony. Yeah. So we... No, that... I. I hope it was not going to go that way. But otherwise, that's what we're going to be talking about right after this. Great. Ingoma by Tandiswa Mazwai. Thank you for those who just tuned in to uh, cliffcentral.com. I am still with Ugogondlanzi with us in the studio. And just before we went on air, we were just talking about how we're going to mellow down this next <laughs> section of our interview. Uh, speak in um, a very softly su- seductive, seductive tone. Sexual voice. S- sexual voice. So that's what we're going to... Uh, uh, I hope we can keep up with it <laughs> before anything happens. Now, spirituality and sex, that's what we're going to discuss uh, from now on. You have consulted your doctors for the problems that you may have had. Um, your ED sometimes, or um, I'm not too sure. But Gogon Tlanzi will also tell us about some of the uh, problems that people approached her with. Remember, even Mboro, because he was inundated with helping people who have problems in bed. He actually wanted to broadcast a show where he was going to pray for a couple to get back on the game. But there was some disputes between him and his broadcasters. But soon after that, he said he was inundated with so many messages from people saying they could also use his services, including popular uh, people. Kogonland, please. You know why I wanted to use my sexy voice Mm. (laughs) when we speak about sex is because people always think it's just about the art of romance and the art of lovemaking and and that's it. But it's so much more because when you speak about sex and spirituality, it's about evoking a power within, Mm. you know, through a sexual act. And I, I mean, I heard the story about Mboro. There's been so many stories about that guy that I find it difficult to believe things now. Because I think we know that there's a, there is a lot of men and women who have sexual issues. 
One is that you know our sexual performances gets affected by the diets we eat because mm. we don't eat as we used to eat. Everything is fastly made, over processed, lots of sugar, lots of salt in it. You know the environment, environmental toxins that we live in, the, mm. the stresses that we live in. So there is so much that we need to keep it paced with, and then still be these perfect people. Um, you know who who have sex and can get it all and do it all. We 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 live in a world that expects perfection. Mm. From us that anything imperfect is less of value, you know, and and I think that's why people would then, you know, he would be getting a flooding of messages because some people feel their own sense of worth and their own sense of value mm. is if they can prove competency through sexual acts. Yes, and I think you know the most beautiful thing about sex, as I said, it's a healing energy, but that energy begins with self, mm. and it cannot be you know received from the other without you gifting it to yourself first. And that's what people need to be aware of. So when we speak of, let's break sex, you know, in spirituality down. Yes. Mm. I said earlier on to you that we are human beings having a spiritual experience. So when we're having, I mean, we are, sorry, we are spirit beings having yes. a, a, a human experience. So meaning that as spirit, we are creators, right? We are here to create and make something out of life. Mm. Hence, we have manifested in a human body. So what, how do we then thrive and remain connected to that is in relationship with others. Human beings thrive through connection because the whole aspect of sex as a healing energy is we know that sex offers multiple things. It's not just the physical act of love making, mm. you know, but it's that in that it procreates. Mm. Because when two uh, people come together, mostly heterosexuals, they then create life. That's mm. why me and you are born. And because we had both you know, we had both mother and father at the time creating our life. But also sex is about health because when you are engaging in that act as well, it releases happy hormones in the brain. Mm. So something gets released, something gets revived. I mean, this is conceptual sex we're yes. talking about. Yes. This is sex where people are agreeing to go into it. Um, and thirdly, Sex is an awakening mm. because when we are able to surrender in the act of love making and be one and be present, we reach the state of uh, enlightenment mm. because this is what happens if you've had an orgasm is that nothing ceases to exist in that moment. Ex it's just extremely pleasurable. It's just nothing. You know, you don't think about what you're going to cook for supper. Yeah. The next day, you don't think about work, but you become present to yourself. And that's why you are able to orgasm and or what people call reaching climax. How many people consult you uh, for these matters? More especially, let's look at the gender. Yeah. Yes. Is it male you or You know, female? people always believe sex is to do with, um, you know, uh, Performance of sex is based on the size of their penises. So I've, I have two categories. One is uh, the first group of people would be ones who are asking if I've got penis enlargements, mm. medicine or multi. Ah. <laughs> yeah. When you, know, you speak of that, you yeah. remind me of all the posters that yes, we see here. And the, the pamphlets on the, the, pamphlets on the, on the traffic lights. Up the numbers yes. as well. Yeah. Wow. And because they, they think size equates to to pleasure, mm. equates to greatness, and equates to the effectiveness, and that's really not true. Mm. So people would always be asking, you know, if I can enlarge their penises, which, uh, you know, unfortunately I can. But I say I can give medicine that can improve, you know, your potency and can try bring back libido. 
because some people come to me because they've lost sexual appetite. Mm. And I've already alluded to some of the pointers mm. that why people might lose. But also spiritual people who are gifted like us struggle with sex. Mm. They struggle with it. They lose a lot of interest in that. Yeah. And that's why as well when people who are going through a lot of spiritual Awakening X, one being a Sangoma, mm. others might be doing Reiki or so forth, are asked to abstain from sex because if it's an awakening, but remember this is a, it's an activated awakening and when you are gifted, you need to be able to self-activate without being in the act yes. with somebody else, which is what sex does. Mm. You know, therefore when you get restricted is that you are taught actually to awaken yourself, to be one and surrender yourself by the time, I mean, I found that my, you know, my sex life is much greater now that I'm a Sangoma mm. because I've right. learned the art of surrendering. Yes. I've learned the art of trusting. I've mm. learned the art of allowing and being and being present, mm. you know. So when we speak about, you know, um, women reaching orgasm and so forth and pleasurable sex, mm. it's about that. You're not thinking about the kids and what you're going to put them for school tomorrow or what you're getting people for Christmas and all of those things. You are present in the moment. And I was taught those things. In the Sangoma Initiation School Because you you are literally forced to mm. surrender Because if you don't surrender mm. Then you know um, A lot goes goes on the other side Do women also consult you? Yeah mm. Yeah yeah, and with, I mean, even, you know, when we speak about sex, women consult for a lot of things, for, for finding sex very pleasurable, wow. for wanting pleasurable sex, mm. for wanting to, you know, to, for, for really saying I have a need to be intimate because people think sex is boom, 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 right? Well, 11 minutes. But there's a lot that goes into sex when mm. we speak about it as a spiritual act that really helps the, the person that you are interacting with mm. be one with themselves and be one with you. So they do. They do. And there's a, because remember, we've been taught that men are supposed to be the givers and yeah. we're supposed to be the receivers. Mm. But women want to give as well, you know? Yes. And that when we give as women and we, when we give us in that sexual act, then we get really, um, what there's a lot of taboos around it where it's like, no, 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 you're a whore, or uh, you are this, or mm. you are that. So women also don't want to have pleasurable sex because they're afraid that they will be labeled. Mm. But mm. there's nothing wrong. It is the most beautiful thing if you can actually be present to the act. I know that when I'm tired and when I'm not feeling well, uh, when I've got a lot in my mind, it is not the best thing for me to do, mm. you know. But also sex has its dangers. It does. It's pleasurable, it's great, but it's got its dangers. Okay. <laughs> I hope we're going to hear about those very soon, those dangers. I'd love to hear them so that we know what to do and what to avoid one day. Well, when we speak about sex and, and spirituality, yes. um, there isn't those two, you know, sp sexuality and spirituality really go well together. Is because it's about awakening an ultra state of consciousness. Okay. So what it means, because they... You know, people like me, I believe that um, I have lived many lives before and I've had many relationships before. So when we intimate with everyone, can you imagine what you are reawakening with you all the time and the attachments that get left mm. because you give a, a sacred part of yourself. And I think that's why Soweto TV didn't want to do their whole because sex sex. Is supposed to be a sacred act Yes Not necessarily that Oh it's secretive Sacred as in like It's about the two people Who have chosen yeah. To be in this Intimate moment together So when it's a sacred act Why do we have to Let the whole world Know about our own Sacred mm. act Unless if it's For commercial purposes Which I think In that moment It was So some of the dangers Of, 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 of sex is 
One is that when you are, when you promiscuous, mm. you take a part of those people with you because you're opening a what we call a soul connection. Yes. So every time you are involved in the act of love making or sex, even if it's two minutes, eleven minutes, or one hour, but mm. you're giving a part of yourself to someone, and that someone is giving a part of you. You know. So can you imagine how many parts of people you'll be carrying around and the dangers that comes with it? And that's why sometimes people say, "Oh my God, I struggle to maintain a relationship." Yeah. You know. Intimacy is not really Sex does not You can still be intimate with people And not have the physical deed mm. be done So people have to always be mindful Of like when you sleep with a lot of people And there's also You know uh, Life dangers We know that when you continuously having unprotected sex You open yourself up to Sexually transmitted diseases Unwanted pregnancies mm. and, and so forth But a lot of it is that you carry people's energies with you And not everybody has a clean A pure Energy, you know, mm. some people carry lots of past karmas with them, and then by the time you open yourself, you're opening yourself up to those. Mm. Thirdly, is that you know, when those energies are together, some attach to you so strongly, and people struggle to let go mm. of others, even when the relationship is done, yeah. and somebody can get over that person, they so still feel like they still has a need. That's why sex is, is dangerous. You know, when you're speaking about opening gateways, um. When you're having multiple partners, I'm looking at my friend here who's filming me, and I'm asking myself with his multiple girlfriends if <laughs> if he's not involved into that. No, I mean there's nothing. Wrong. I, I <laughs> you know, my my other thing, Godfrey, which yes. is funny, is I don't I don't believe in monogamy. I be, I believe people struggle to be in one mm. partnership because each relationship offers something, but it shouldn't be about the sexual act. Mm. You know, sometimes somebody is with somebody because of emotional connection. Mm. I think for me, what is important in relationship is open communication and being honest with who you are. Because some of us are not meant to conform, yeah. but you know, being meant to conform is that be mindful every time you engage with somebody physically, yeah. knowing that a part of you is being left. Because people like us who are healers, we just not allowed to just sleep with anyone and be with anyone because we reawaken so much mm. of you know past lives yes. that sometimes to cut those umbilical cords of past lives mm. it's more painful than actually saying no it's okay i won't sleep with you you know so that's those are some of those there's lots of pros and cons uh, Gorgon, do you believe that witchcraft does exist yeah do you believe that someone can be bewitched on yeah. their privates yeah yeah and I want to say to people, just because you don't believe in it, mm. doesn't mean it's not there, right? Mm. Do voodoo dolls exist as well? You know, I think the whole thing about voodoo was a misinterpretation of healing. Mm. And then, you know, when voodoo was presented to us, was seen as this dark, evil act. Sometimes when people don't understand things, because people can use, you know, dolls as in, like, people work with it to protect. They create an energy around that figure mm. for that figure to really protect their own energy, their own space, and protect them. And then people see, oh, voodoo dolls, are, you know. Like I said early on, anything mm. you're doing to manipulate somebody else, mm. anything you do to really act against somebody else's own Free will Therefore you're a witch Whether you use voodoo dolls Or whether you use You know for the fact that You could manipulate me To go and do something That I don't want to do And threaten my life That's witchcraft Mm. You know Like well for the fact that You say you're going to You either do this And if you don't do it Then this You know if we we, We're putting people's lives In jeopardy Whether through muti Or through other ways Mm. For me that's witchcraft There's a lot of 
um, you know, people like me who, who really do that. And there's a lot of pastors who do that. And there's a lot of ordinary people who do that. Yes. When people start wanting to, you know, do things against people's wills in the act of just showing their own power, mm. for me, that's really, that's, that's, that's sinister. Now, I also know you as the 21st century Sangoma. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> well, it's just a term I'd like to give you from today. Yeah, oh, great. I own it. Now, being a 21st century Sangoma, some of the things that people maybe have come to you uh, with pertaining to our subject as well. Yeah. What else have they consulted you on, on sex? Yeah, I mean... The thing, like I said, in the 21st century, women, femininity is coming to its own divinity, right? Mm. So women are self-realizing and are wanting to, you know, see their, you know, appreciate their bodies in all of it because women's bodies have been sexualized. You know, so if you've, if you've got, um, I mean, I just saw on Twitter, um, boy, boy, beautiful body mm. and how it was just sexualized. Mm. And it could be an act of appreciating her own femininity and divinity in her body, mm. right? So women come to me for issues of like, oh my God, you know, do we, you know, is there something that I can do to get rid of certain things in, in my body that I'm troubled with? You know, is there, people would also ask me, is there muti for weight loss? <laughs> you know, it's the, and I think what we're needing, what, 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 the 21st century, the down, you know, the downside of it is that people think everything can be quickly fixed. Mm. You know, I know Boiti is a, is a fitness fanatic and she works really hard yeah. to get to the body that she does. And then people tend to either sexualize it. And I, I mean, I don't know her personally, but I don't, I don't think that that's the intention. Mm. But patriarchal systems do that with women. You know, it's either, when you're doing that, you are this. If you're a woman and wearing a suit, no, now you're trying to, to, you know, to be a man. But we're coming to a century, coming alive to a century mm. where we are challenging those belief systems, you know, about what it means being a woman and what it means being a man in this time. And what does it require of oneself to be okay being in the skin of being a woman, mm. you know, regardless of what your also sexual orientation is? Because I'm learning every day about these intersectionalities that people are talking about. You know, mm, you find mm, mm. women who say, actually, I don't even want to be, you know, to be given a title. You know, a man say, I don't want to be given a title around my own sexual orientation because yes. it's for, it's always evolving. You know, today I'm in love with men, tomorrow I'm in love with women, and I'm in love with both, I'm in love with none. So who are we to conform spirit? As if, if we believe spirit is infinite and omnipresent and forever evolving, so we can't tame it, right? Absolutely. I am taking your questions on Twitter. It's at Madibane and also at cliffcentral.com. Please, when you tweet to me, include those two strings. We're still here on cliffcentral.com. Now, I was talking to the 21st century Songoma Gogonzazi. Um, generally, people are afraid of you. <laughs> are they? Are they afraid? Should of ask you? my students. I've got about. Let me not say the number, but I've got Sangoma students that I'm training and they always say, Togoza Baba, we are so scared of you. I, I think fear for me is par paralyzes people. I want mm. to be respected, but I can't command respect. I need to carry myself with respect in order for me to attract respect. Yes. So I think people respect me because of my role as a Sangoma and I really appreciate it because it gives you some sort of eldership in the community being a Sangoma. Mm. You know, people revere people who are connected to divinity, mm. you know, and I think as Africans, that's an innate knowing whether you believe in Sangomas or not. But then people sometimes project as fear. Mm. So I don't think, I think people would love to respect. I mean, there was an incident this weekend where I had a ceremony back at home and these guys 
after a couple of drinks were trying to fight mm. on the other side of the street and we were walking past and you know with some of um my graduates and we said no don't do it you know and the other one said listen to the older people we're not older by age yeah. but we're older by what we carry in us we are gogos and we are kulus because we carry the spirit of eldership with us that gets manifested when we take the calling mm. so that's what people i think want to 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 be with respect and reverence not mm. necessarily fear I also see a lot of people are afraid to pose their questions on their sexuality. Maybe it's because um, the uh, comments are going to be public because mm. it's on Twitter. We forgive mm. you for that. But you can also DM me uh, your questions so that I can ask Gogon Zanzi uh, before it's too late. You might never know. Maybe this may be your last chance to get it this year. Mm. All right. So no <laughs> predictions, please. <laughs> Just <laughs> questions on sexuality or on our subject, which is sex. Now, 2018. Yeah. What are you looking forward to next year? Well, let's talk because I, I've seen that you've also mentioned a bit of politics there, yeah. our leaders there. Yeah. What are you expecting? So for me, I think um, chaos births order, order births chaos. So when things get chaotic, order will follow. And when there's order, chaos will, you know, because for, for things to be born, things have to be shaken. Yeah. So I think there's been a lot of shakeups and I think that the shakeups will, will still be there. But I feel like as South Africans, we sometimes tend to just zoom in on the falling apart mm. that we don't even realize. I mean, I saw something on Twitter, um, that said, uh, you know, Jay-Z announced this weekend for free education for, un, you know, people with below um, the basic wage line. And yes. nobody was even paying attention, was mocking it as, you know, because of what he's done. That's what I mean, that because we're so consumed by the falling apart that we want to feed on the negativity that even when something positive is on the horizon, regardless of the source, you know, we don't tend to see it and really leverage on it. Mm. So I'm just hoping because, you know, I think next year's year two. I haven't done my numbers yet. But, you know, like I, I'm, I'm feeling like we will move towards some realignment, you know. Uh, and I feel like that's what I'm seeking for myself, realignment. And I know for me, you know, it's a year of flighting. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's my year to fly. Um, you know, and to sow into the work that I'm doing, and I'm definitely focusing and honing in on my skills as a healer, yeah. and making sure that, as you said, I'm mm. a healer of the 21st century. Because what it means is that, you know, this work needs to stay current, relevant, and people need to resonate with it. And it's about how do we evolve, but not lose the essence and the sacredness of the practice. Yes, I got a question. It just disappeared from my Twitter feed here. Just let me go bring it up. Um, it's from. Lorna Zuri. Let's see what Lorna says. Hi, Lorna. Um, is she is asking, well, it's not really sexual, but she wants to know what is the purpose of wearing a ring on your left finger in the African context or is it a Western symbol? So I think in the African context, um, we always had rites of passages, um, when uh, we move from one stage to the other. Yeah. So we might not had 
rings um, as as Africans. And I always say to people, being African doesn't mean you cannot be influenced, right? As long as you don't, because being African is not in the clothes I wear. Being African is not in the foods I eat. Mm. But being African, it's in who I am. It's in the essence of who I am. Because you can find people who say, I am African, but then they still denounce traditional healers. Mm. So for me, that's a contradiction. So I would be lying to say, I know historically where the rings come from. You know, I, I was born into a system of when you marry, there has to be a symbol. And yes. for me, it's about symbolism of saying that actually now I have chosen to work a path a certain way and I've got a loved one whom I, I want to spend my life with. So it's not about where it comes from. I can choose. Well, I actually wanted a tattoo. Yeah. You know, but my partner is not into tattoos. I was like, oh, let's just tattoo something as a symbolism of our commitment to each other. Yes. You know, and then he said, no, let's do the rings. So when you're in a relationship, you know, it's about meeting each other halfway and not imposing your way because a, a relationship that's dictated is a relationship that dies very soon. Mm. But a relationship that's co-created, it has a, a longevity into it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, uh, Lorna, for that. And for all the rest of the questions which uh, people didn't didn't post them i suppose they were afraid to do that no but let me tell you something godfrey yes conversation like sex and spirituality conversations like what does it mean being a sangoma in the 21st century they were Mm. taboo you know these were not the conversations we'd have online Mm. on radio or anywhere else but we're planting seeds of change here we're planting seeds of really making people be okay and comfortable in their own skins yes and the more we can have these conversations the more we normalize them Mm. and we don't have people be afraid to engage with those conversations but we have people be more comfortable because somebody out there is seriously listening said oh my god i'm glad i'm not the only one thinking or believing in the way that you know i believe because you know what is normality sometimes it's insanity and what is insanity sometimes it's normality Mm. but who knows but but just so in case if they would like to have a direct uh, interaction with you on social media um how can they get you or how can they follow yeah, you? Yeah, and don't have a direct con- don't take the questions that were brewing that you didn't get to ask here and ah. ask them here because <laughs> I run a practice. You know, I always say to people yes. if I'm sitting online mm. and interpreting dreams that people are not seeking services for, is like how do I then then tend to leave my call because I can't heal because I'm busy. Mm. You online, it's purposes of you, you know, connecting with me so we can create a time where I can work with you. Mm. So if you go 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 Dino and Lanzi on all social media platforms, that's that's me and my email is Gogodino and Lanzi at Gmail dot com. Right. But I'm also closed for services for the year. Until I'm next re- year. Yeah, until next year. I'm rejuvenating <laughs> and getting no. some energy for what's about to come yeah. as we saw and fly higher in twenty eighteen. No. Oh Gogo thank you so much uh, uh, for joining us here on cliffcentral.com. You know this um I'm sure you are aware that with the rise of um, um, digital devices, we also uh, become exposed to other things, especially mm. the younger generations. Yeah. To put it bluntly, they become exposed to sexual material, to yeah. porn, right at their fingertips. Yeah. And growing up being used to this screen and this woman on your screen, it makes it very difficult for a person to be able to have natural sexual encounters with a real person. And if you can look at the magazines today, they mm. are proliferated with people offering solutions mm-hmm. on how people can quit their phones, can quit um, um, using uh, porn. And, you know, just this weekend, I have heard of some, well, he's around our circle of friends. Mm. He has a porn bill of 500K. 
Yo. I can't say from which website, but he does. So I think that sounds like an addiction. Yeah. I think for me, anything in excess, it's an addiction. And reason people also get addicted to anything, whether that's porn, alcohol, or drugs, is because there's a, it's a cry for help. Something is amiss within their own spirit, and they're needing some sort of contentment, and they find it in addiction, right? And pornography being one of them. But once we start, de- you know, we start criminalizing and and demonizing any ex, whether it's alcohol or sex, then we push people who find pleasure in those things towards mm-hmm. addiction. Right, so we need to start having conversation. We're gonna move into we're moving into a digital age. Yes, you know, I do Skype and online consultations because that's where we're evolving towards. Um, but we need to start having conversations about what does having healthy sex mean with mm. our children, yes. and not thinking. And that's why we had uh, initiation schools that were not just about cutting the foreskins, but we're teaching our kids around the importance of caring yourself and how you work with that sexual energy. That when you engage in such acts, it's healthy, it procreates, it enlightens and awakens. All right. Gogonjanti, thank you so much for taking your time to come join me here on cliffcentral.com. I do hope you're going to have a lovely Christmas and I do hope you're going to have a lovely uh, uh, entrance to the new year. It's going to be amazing. Mm, a thank, blast you. Indeed. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Thank you. And to all our lovely listeners, thank you. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This is cliffcentral.com.